Good afternoon, everyone. Today is a very special day. Gimotamos. It's exactly 11 years from Gimotamos Tavshin Nundalit. The Rebbe, there were several numbers that the Rebbe liked the, the most, one of which was the number 11. Eleven represents the absolute unity or oneness of Hashem above what's called the countable one that begins ten. When you say eleven, eleven reaches up to what's called Chad the uncountable, the absolute level of oneness which is above the ten numbers from one to ten. The birthday of the Rebbe is on the 11th day, and the, the Messias began on the 11th month, the 11th day of the 11th month. The many Sikhs of the Rebbe uh, was very much into the number 11. So now this is the 11th year. Another number that the Rebbe uh, liked very, very much was 27. Because 27 is 3 to the third, 3 times 3 times 3 talked about it just before Zach Adar this day also every year not just this uh, year which is the 11th year but every single year the Gimotamos also has a uh, special relevance to 27 because it's the 27th day that Moshe Rabbeinu ascended to Har Sinai to receive the Torah it's after the day after Shavuot, the giving of the Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Hosinai and was there for 40 days. And every day has special significance. This day, Gimotam is the 27th day. So, it's once more, every year is this the 27, which is for the Rabbi a very, very uh, special thing. The fact that it's the third day of the month, 27 goes together with 3, as we said before, because it's 3 times 3 times 3. In, in the Tanakh, in the Bible, the most important thing that happened on this day, and there's not every day is there an, an event, a very big, special event that happened on that day of the year, but this day has a very, very special event. It's the day that the Joshua, Yoshua Binun, said to the son, Shemesh Bigivon Dom, Viareach Beimekayadon, that the sun should stand still in the sky together with the with the moon, until the Jewish nation is able to complete its war against its enemies and wipe out all of the enemies of Israel totally. And that's what happened on this day. It says that the sun remained standing still in the sky for, for a complete day, a Yom Tamim, there are different opinions in the, of the sages how many hours that was, 24 hours or 48 hours or more than that, 36 hours, less than that. And then the verse in Joshua goes on to say that there was never such a day 
in the history of the world either beforehand or afterwards that God listened to the voice of a man because God was fighting the wars of Israel that's the conclusion of the verse and the conclusion of the whole the whole portion of the Tanakh that uh, describes this miracle so according to the verse it, uh, it seems or it seems very clear that this is a day that commemorates the greatest miracle that ever happened in the world because it says there was never such a day either before or afterwards that God listened to the voice of man of a man and totally made nature come to a stand the verb that Joshua uses when he addresses the, the son and the verb that also is used immediately afterwards that the son obeyed his command the command of Joshua is Dom. First he says Shemesh by Givon Dom. Shemesh, the sun in Givon. Givon is the name of the place that the sun was shining there. Shemesh be Givon Dom. Be stand still. And then the the next verse begins also by Yidom Hashemesh Viarech Hamad. That the the sun obeyed the command and the sun stand stood still. Right, so the first thing uh, that we're going to uh, try to uh, to meditate upon today is this uh, word dom, what it implies. It means to stand, to stop moving, to stand as it were static in the sky. But uh, but the verb literally means silence. Dom is to be silent to be still so even the idiom in, Eng- in English you have the same idiom to stand still as we said before what does that imply that uh, standing not moving, stopping stopping one's motion is called becoming silent so Chazal understand from this uh, idiom that everything in nature everything that God created and continually recreates every second is always singing to to the creator to Hashem and because of the song that everything sings to Hashem that's what's responsible for its uh, motion and everything that it does even uh, when we speak of a musical uh, line we'll say just a short uh, musical expression is called a tenua, it's called a motion as every motion is a is a a bar, we'll say a musical bar of a few notes that produces a motion a tenua. if the creation stops singing so then it stops moving so that's the reason that the word that says to to stand still is really just to be quiet. 
So, Joshua says to the son, Shemesh ba givon dom, son in givon, be quiet. Become quiet. And then, as we said, the verse continues, by Yidom HaShemesh Miyareh Hamad. With regard to the to the moon, it says that the moon in the first verse, that the, which is the command, there's not another verb for the moon. It just says Shemesh Bagivon Dom Miyareh Beimek Ayadon. That the one verb of Dom be still goes for both the sun and the moon. In the second verse, when it actually takes place after Joshua commands the sun and the moon. So it says that the, that the sun was still and the, and the moon stood, Amad. Then in the continuation it says, Vayamod Hashem, I should even use the word to, to, uh, to stand in reference to the, to the sun. So there's a, the, the miraculous word here is the word Dom, to be silent. Then it becomes translated, it becomes understood that what that means, it means to stand. The two words that go together, dom, is used twice. And then also the verb amod, which is to stand, is also used twice. If we even uh, think a moment, just uh, right in front of our eyes, the two, the two verbs of dom, basically it's only two letters, dalet mem, as we'll now explain, that has to do with the, with the dam, with the blood. It's from the same two-letter word that means blood, dam. And the other, the other verb is to stand, which is amod. But the last two letters of amod are also dam, backwards. So there's also a linguistic or a... Uh, in, in the secret of the Hebrew letters, there's a very close uh, resemblance between these two verbs, to be quiet and to stand. It's just that the word to stand, amod, has a, a third letter to it, to its uh, root, which is the letter ayin. Actually, if I write amod, the verb amod backwards, it becomes another word, it becomes dema. Dema is a tear. The tear actually begins with dam. A tear can be analyzed as though it's the the blood of the eye, because ayin means the eye. And dema a tear is like the eye shedding its blood. The eye has its own type of blood, and the blood of the eye is the tears that come out of the eye. So it's also something since the First, the moon stands, and then also the standing continues to refer to the to the sun as well. All right now, the uh, the topic that we're trying to uh, to speak about uh, today is about actus, and also about what the Rebbe how we understand what the Rebbe wants of us today to how to react to the situation now in Eretz Yisrael which is a very uh, a very not good situation that we're in right now and uh, <coughs> definitely it's a situation that should arouse tears in a certain way and that it should there should be just good blood and not bad blood it shouldn't be bad bloodshed chas v'shalom nachman al-islam
So this all has to do with the, this, these words and this uh, image of, uh, of, of this greatest day in history. This is the greatest day in history. That's what the verse says. So as we said before, Joshua addresses the sun, he says, be silent. How, how can the sun agree to be silent? Why, why did the sun actually obey the command of Joshua? So once more, the, our sages teach us that the sun obeyed the, the decree and the command of Joshua. Once more, this is, as, as the verse continues to say, this is coming from a man. God heard the voice of a man. And here the man is Yahushua. In the Torah, in the five books of Moses, the man is always Moses. That's the way that Moses is described in the Torah as man. Because man also means a leader. A leader of a people is called the, the man. It's like in Pirkei Avot that we are now learning through these uh, weeks of the of the summer. It says, "Makom ish." In a place that there are no people, and almost every place nowadays is a place without people. So, if there's a place without people, ish Attempt your best to be a man. To be a man means to take to take charge. If nobody's taking charge, so you have to take charge. Obviously, this uh, the saying of Chazal doesn't just go for males; it also goes for women. In a place that there are no women, so so also do your most to become the woman. Which is also the the mashviah and the leader. If nobody else is is assuming the responsibility, and someone has to assume responsibility, and if no one else is assuming responsibility, so that's a call from heaven for you. Even though you don't directly hear the call, you just see the situation. The situation is a is a vacuum that no one is standing up to assume responsibility. So you have to stand up and assume responsibility. That's called an ish. And uh, and the and here we find that we see that explicitly Yeshua is the Ish, even though if we would understand it even at a deeper level, Yeshua and Moshe Rabbeinu are here uh, working together. Even though Moshe, we don't see him here, but he is definitely here. The High Ish Moshe is definitely here together with Ish Yeshua to to tell the sun to stand still. The sun and the moon. So once more, why does the why does the sun listen to the voice of a man? So Chazal say that the sun listens to the voice of a man only because the sun is astonished, surprised, and astonished by the fact that this man, a man is just a human being knows how to sing my song. Because everything has its own song. Every soul has its own song and every creation has a soul. And the soul has its song. And as we said before, by its song it moves. It 
functions. There's no function that anything does without uh, without its soul and its song moving it. All of the masters of song and masters of songs are either angels or souls, Jewish souls, or anything in creation. It's always goes out of itself, means moves away from its previous position by the means or by the power of song and also is drawn to its goal through the power of song. So once more, just like no two souls are the same, and just as it says about Jewish souls, especially that just as their faces are different, so their 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 consciousness is different from one another. So since the the old consciousness of two different souls is different, so therefore, therefore certainly the songs are different from one another. This also explicitly said in the Zohar Hakadosh says that Moshe Rabbeinu. Why was he the leader of the generation? What is the true leader of the generation? It says he's the one that knows how to sing everyone's song. That's called the Neshama Kladit. A general soul that he can sing your song. But in general, two different things can sing one another's song. So once more, the son is really tremendously surprised and astonished by the fact that Joshua is not just the Neshama Kladit of the children of Israel, but he's also the Neshama Kladit of all, all of creation. That he's able, once more he's able because Moshe Rabbeinu is together with him at this moment. And he is able to, to sing my song. That's what the son hears. And as soon as the sun hears its own song, and the moon hears its own song being sung by, by, the, by the leader of the generation, so it stands still. This is all the, the way Chazal explained this event of once more, this is the greatest day in history, which is Gimel Tammuz. Right, so the first thing that we're going to try to, to understand is a very simple uh, meditation, a model, that the, the two letters Dam, which mean to be still, Silent. There's a whole array of meaning that they possess. That this, these two letters, this two-letter uh, subroot we call it, possesses. But there are three most important meanings, and we're just now going to discuss the three most important meanings of this word "dam," because the, all of these three meanings are implied by this by Shemesh Begivon Dom when Joshua addresses the sun and says Dom and the reason that we're now choosing to, uh, to speak and uh, try to understand the, these three and also the order of these three is in order to get a little inkling of how one must proceed if one has the, the goal of, of uniting people especially people that at first at first uh, Impression do not uh, think the same and have different uh, opinions, uh, totally different opinions, even opposite opinions from one, one from the other as to what is good and what is the right derech uh, and v'chulu uh, v'chulu. The three basic meanings of tam are silence, number one, which is the mama, like the 
for instance, the, the voice that Eliyahu Navi heard at Harakorev, the thin, silent voice called the Mamadaka, that, that was the voice that accompanied the, the, the coming or the appearance of Akhodesh Baruch, of the king, so that the king comes in the called Mamadaka. So that Mama, that is the first meaning of, uh, of Dam. The second is what we said before, that Dam means blood. And the third is that Dam means likeness. Just like when HaKadosh Baruch created man, he created man in our image as our likeness. Now, likeness itself has many different variations to it. It can be uh, imaginary likeness. It can be there are all kinds of different types of likeness to be like that one thing is like something else. But the com- concept of likeness, in general, is the third basic meaning of the, these two letters dumb. To say that man is like like is like to resemble that man resembles God that's a big a big uh, chunk of a thing to say so obviously likeness to be like something which appears to be the opposite there can appear to be two things that are more different from one another than man and God because man is finite and God is infinite and nonetheless to say that man finite man is like is created that God himself intended and obviously he did what he intended that he created this finite creature like him so that's a that's an, uh, an amazing a totally amazing thing to say as we said before Chazal say that any two individuals are not like one another and that's the word that they use just like their faces are not like one another so their they ought, their states of conscience, their opinions are not like one another. So we see that society begins with the opposite of likeness. That things are not like one another. People are not like one another. People don't think the same. Everybody thinks something else. So once more to come to likeness, that there is some common denominator that makes the two people like one another in English there's even a pun which is a good pun that if you like somebody else you also like him <laughs> like means two things starting mashma in English that if you're similar if you have some resemblance and similarity to someone else you also if you like him so you like him so if we want people to like one another using this English pun so we have to find first discover what what likeness and what resemblance they have to one another, even though at first glance they're totally unlike one another. If you think too soon that the people are like one another, then you're just making a big mistake. You're actually walking blindly. Because if you think that everybody is like one another, we're all the same, and we're all, we're all good, and we have all we all have the same good ideals, so that's just a, a blind generalization that is not going to get you anywhere. Just 
a mistake because once more, first Chazal say very clearly that people are not like one another. But that is, doesn't mean that that's the way it has to remain forever. We want people to like one another. So in order to like one another, we, we do have to discover that deep down there is likeness. And once more, if there can be likeness between God and man, between the finite creature and the infinite creator, so definitely there can be likeness between two creations that are both the common creations of the same creator, the Yitzir, as man, they are also all descendants of one creature that God created originally, man, who was called Yitzir Kapav Shal HaKadosh Baruch that man of whom God created with his palms, of whom it is said that he created him like him. So there must be some way to, to find our likeness to one another. Also, the, what we just now said is that coming to the this third understanding of Dham as a likeness, that's the that's our goal. Or in the terminology of the Baal Shem Tov, we'll explain that's called Hamtaka. That's the level of sweetening when we discover the true likeness. But before sweetening there have to be two levels that precede sweetening. Whoever was familiar with the, the, the most basic terminology of the Baal Shem Tov, they're called Hachna and Havdada, which is submission and separation. Submission is silence, because explicitly the Baal Shem Tov teaches us that, in, in, that the state of submission is called Chash, which means another word, another idiot, another synonym for silence. And we'll have to we'll go now understand that blood or cir- what is blood? Blood is circulation of life force, of viability within a certain organism. That life force that circulates and gives life brings with it the ruach achaim, the spirit of life, to all of the limbs of that organism. That's the function of the blood. That's called Havdalah that we'll have to explain that's called separation and here it's actually separation from from severance because it's a beginning of uniting limbs together through the common flow of blood it's once more this I'm not just presenting the, uh, the basic uh, thesis that we're going to try to explain So let's try to make it very practical, down to earth. Let's say that that uh, there's somebody who is an uh, opponent to my position or to my uh, my derech, and nonetheless I want to make actus with this person. So actus has, just like anything, it has to go through these three stages. If there's not going to be submission and separation, we're not going to get to sweetening. And if we try to get to the sweetening stage, which is the, the similarity and the likeness with its both of its meanings of likeness, so that will be impossible 
if we do not proceed through the full three-stage model of the Baal Shem Tov, which is Hakna Davam Taka. And the first thing is silence. Now, silence goes in both directions. To, to say it very, very simply, if I do not have the ability to be silent enough to hear what the other person is saying to me, or to hear his opinion, So definitely there's not going to be any any communication whatsoever. communicate, one of the two people has to be silent. Because if both people are talking at the same time, there's too much noise, <laughs> then nobody hears anything. It's, it's just a lot of static, static right? <laughs> Even the system also has its soul trying to participate in the <laughs> so silence works in two ways first of all if I'm not if I don't have a sufficient hakna uh, in myself a submission to truly want to ultimately immerse Hashem unite with this other person who can be a very, very different and opposite and an opposite, total opponent to my position. So it's, it's not going to work. Meaning that people have to be ready to hear, to hear the other person. On the other hand, what nonetheless must I be able to do in order to help him? Let's say this person is, is unable to be quiet, to hear me. I mean, he also has that. I have to have enough submission to be ready to hear him. What about if he's not ready to hear me at all? He can, he can be not, not ready to hear me for, for different... Just could be that he's so worked up about his position and he knows how, uh, how opposite my ears that he's just so angry that he can't, uh, he can't uh, listen to me at all. The only one way that uh, that I can succeed in having him stop for a second, like Shemesh Bikivon Don, son, just stop for a second, is all, if, if all of a sudden he picks up that I'm singing his song. That's the number one thing that we learn from, from this day, the secret of Gimotamus. Right, that the only way to make the son stop to listen is if you start singing a song and if you start singing a song even better than it sings a song 
and it's a really good start. In order to be able to sing a song, I have to pick up its vibes at a very, very deep dimension of my soul. I can only do that if I'm if first I'm silent in myself. I have to be so silent that I can pick up his his music. I can hear his music. And then when I begin to sing his music, then he'll also be so then he'll become silent. I said, this is the critical stage. Nothing is going to happen if this stage doesn't work. <laughs> There's no no hope, but there is hope if because there is there is the this is a possibility, and the the time to to acquire this understanding and also this ability in the soul is today. So in a certain way, this is the uh, very tremendous spiritual legacy of the Rebbe that he's giving us today. Because today he's giving us himself, his essence. That's the Indian of, uh, of Gimotanos. And, and uh, since it goes together here with uh, this greatest day in history, according to the Tanakh. So this is the very first and basic teaching that we have to learn. How does that go on now to become the second meaning? That from silence comes blood. When blood sounds bloody, but blood is very blood is is life for us. Blood has definitely heat to it; it has emotion to it. Another word that we're not now analyzing is the word adom, red. Of all of the colors, the most emotional color is red. And red also comes from the word dam. Why is it red? Because it comes from blood. It's the color of blood. If I'm silent enough to be able to pick up your vibes and be able to actually sing to you your vibes, and then you stop to listen to what I have to say, because otherwise you're not going to stop to listen to what I have to say at all. That has to continue like the Baal Shem Tov teaches us, that process of hachna'ah, of dual hachna'ah, of from my hachna'ah being able to project to you also some initial sense of hachna'ah, to listen to me, but only because I am now, you, you're astonished to hear that I'm singing something that you recognize because it's coming from your own inner soul. Then what happens next, what should happen next, is as we said before, blood is what connects and gives life to different limbs in a, in a one single organism. So this is like the Tzemachtetik explains in Derek Mitzvotech and other, many other places in Hasidus, that the, the most important, the most basic meditation of Avat Yisrael is that we're all limbs of the same body, all different Jews are limbs of the same body, which is the people of Israel. But limbs can be dead, chas v'shalom. What makes the limbs alive, and what makes the limbs feel one another, and feel for one another, and love one another, have rachmanas on one another, in, his, in each one's uh, situation? 
The only thing that makes you feel for one another is the, is the common blood. Blood is, is heat. Like the, the most important feeling for another soul is Rachmanut. So also it says in Tanya, in, in Periklamet Bet, in the, the heart of Tanya. The heart is the pump that pumps the blood to the whole, to all of the limbs of the body. And the most important emotion there in the heart is Rachmanus. Once more, even though another person has a totally different opinion from me, and maybe, and everyone thinks that, of course, that he's right, that I'm right, and, and he's wrong, so if he's wrong, it's a, it's a big Rachmanus on him. To feel, to begin to feel, after the silence, the Hakna of silence, the common circulation of blood flow between us, that's the beginning of, of, of unity. But it's still not expressed. It doesn't find actual expression. It's just the feelings also get, it's like it's warming up to one another. Once more, silence, the same word that means silence, means an inanimate object. You know, there are different kingdoms of the, of the physical world. The inanimate kingdom of the physical world is called domain because it's quiet, it doesn't speak. Then comes Tzomeach, Tzomeach is the vegetable kingdom. Then comes Chai, which is the animal kingdom. Then comes Medaper, which is the human being. But the inanimate is domain. The inanimate kingdom corresponds as a simple element to the element of, of afar, of dust or earth and it's cold the quality that it possesses cold is doesn't have life so relatively even if we're able to achieve the state of silence and even to sing the song is not yet to, we haven't yet really warmed up to one another the warming up to one another is the is the second stage which is the dumb the feeling, this feeling, the flow of blood. Of course, this positive feeling of blood is just the opposite of of, of what could Chasu become uh, the opposite of of bloodshed between two people that don't see eye to eye. Chasu Shalom. The, the blood is coming to us and the blood is what is actually warming us up to one another then the third stage becomes possible that's called Hitlapshut the common life force is operating and functioning in both of us the concept of Hitlapshut of life force in an organism is the same in Hasidut as the state which is called Havdalah. That Havdalah means separation, literally, but it means it's actually separation from disparity of the limbs of this common organism. And now we become two limbs of a common organism. That's what the blood achieves. But then we can begin to talk just positive one and one to the other each one from his own place once more to begin to talk with you I can't talk with you initially from my place 
I have to talk to you from your place which is as we said before that's singing your song but that, obviously that's not true friendship true friendship is the ability of two people <coughs> to sit down each one to open up his heart to the other because we really we like one another and we have enough in common likeness that each one of us can now address the other person from his own place and these two different places can begin to unite that's called likeness that's when we reveal that we're, that we're like one another that allows for true spontaneous natural flowing communication that's called the mal the first stage even singing the song of the other person like Joshua singing the song of the sun is still silent it's still in a general state of silence ultimately the the dialogue between the two is the when the final third stage of the mood is achieved that we're, we have some common denominator the, the phrase for a common denominator between two different two things that appear to be different in the terminology of Chazal is called Tzad HaShaveh that there's a a side which is equal there's this one dimension or one perspective we'll call it. if you look at the two things from the top we just were out of perspective it was an we were previously in a state of opt- optical illusion of some kind. We weren't looking at one another from the same angle. But if we discover this tzada shaveh, this common, this the proper angle, the proper perspective to look at one another, then we'll find a lot of things, maybe even the most important things, in common. That we have both the same objective, the, the ultimate objective of life are, are common to both of us. Then we can begin to then first of all we start liking one another more and more because we're like one another and we're able to have free flow communication, conversation with one another so this was all point number this meditation number one it all begins from Shemesh Begivon Dom because I am able to sing your song but I'm not able to sing your song unless I'm also able myself to have total inner silence to hear your song. 